0: Welcome back to another episode of the AGY Performance Podcast, where today we are gonna sit down and have just a quick chat about our winter training window and kind of what you can expect as an athlete or the parent of an athlete in that winter training window, what kind of progress we can make so that come spring, your athlete is a more explosive, more dynamic player. Alright, welcome to another episode of the AGY Performance Podcast. If you are watching along on YouTube, you can see that it's just me and my cup of coffee here to chat today. Um, What I want to get into for just a, a really quick episode is expectations for this winter season that we are about to roll into, which is wild to say winter because locally the weather has just been so nice. It's hard to believe that you know next week some clubs are going to start rolling into their winter plan where we're moving indoors and off the field so you know is performance coaches when we look at our soccer players 52 week year just like any year you know we see four seasons we see summer spring winter fall and in those seasons as we look you know holistically at the athlete which is something that is maybe the most important thing to us, but if not the most, it's very important is, is we look at our athletes holistically as, as humans, right? That, that fatigue and wear out, um, that have limit, limited time. And then, you know, I think part of a problem in our industry is that a lot of performance coaches don't look holistically, right? Like they just see performance are four walls. They don't take into consideration you know, what these athletes are committed to outside. And so when we look at the athlete holistically, like, let's just say spring and fall, right? When we look at what's going on with them, they're out on the fields three to four nights a week. They're out there for an hour to a 90 minutes each time they're out there. Then depending on level, right, like our ECNL girls, they're, they might be traveling two states away to play two games just to rush back to get to school on Monday or maybe our lower division teams that aren't quite ready to travel are you know our 9, 10, 11, 12 year old athletes they're playing weekends one to two to three times a month where they're playing two to three games each weekend so in, in that spring in that fall you know not to mention high school right if if our players are playing high school, they're they're committed to five nights a week, two games a week, and that's that's a big commitment. If we're really looking at it holistically, because their sport commitments, then we have school commitments, homework, testing, right? They've got their the relationships, and there's so much stress that can be put on our athletes. So when we're programming or talking to athletes and parents about training. You know, fall and spring, one day a week is, is our our goal. If we can get you in consistently one day a week, the goal is to maintain during those seasons or those training windows, as we refer to them. Um, summer is the best training window for obvious reasons, right? Kids are out of school, so there's no stress and commitment to classes and homework. Uh, clubs are usually shut down anywhere from four to eight months somewhere in between. So they don't have any soccer commitments outside of maybe some camps here and there. So during the summer, the athletes get to come in and really train hard three to four days a week, really push and make progress in their strength and power development for, you know, injury resilience for performance on the field. They're going to be more explosive and more dynamic players. So that big summer window, obviously, the best training window, but we're about to roll into winter, which is going to be the second best training window, right? Our practices, we still have some club commitments, uh, but instead of training three to four nights a week, we're training two to three nights a week. Instead of being out on the field for 90 minutes, a lot of clubs just shift back to that hour window and then games. We don't have as many game commitments on the weekends. We're not traveling two states away to play. And so the athletes, even though there are some commitments, they're going to be in a more prepared state to come in here and really make progress in the winter, right? It's colder, it's darker. They might be sleeping a little bit more, might be eating a little bit more, which are all recipes to make great progress in the gym where, you know, they've got the extra time. So now they can be more consistent with that extra time. We can actually add a second day or a third day, depending on just at what level the athlete is what their goals are um and then you know they get a rest and recover on the weekend so you know as you as an athlete or you as a parent you're starting to look at you know what are what are we going to do this winter if you as the athlete or if you're a parent of an athlete that's constantly driven like i want to be the best getting them into some performance training in the winter is going to yield a lot of results in you know power strength they're going to show up in the spring they're going to be more explosive in acceleration they're going to be more explosive in and out of change of direction you'll probably see them winning more 50 50 balls because their vertical will increase you know we love with soccer it's really easy to just think soccer 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 is going to make me a better player but at the end of the day, we, we need to be a well-rounded, robust athlete because what happens is towards the end of these long seasons where we're traveling a ton, we're training a ton, our, our athletes, our kids are gonna start complaining, you know, of patella pain, right? Which could be sometimes, you know, it could be just general weakness in our young athletes, but it could start to be overuse, you know, when when we're playing and practicing aggressively four to six days a week between games and everything that's a lot of demand there is so much strength required from our muscles and our connective tissue when we are explosively changing directions right because if you look at soccer soccer is a game of high intensity intervals it's sprint walk jog sprint jog sprint walk stop because the ball went out of bounds and in those moments of deceleration and change of direction our athletes depending on how fast they're running they're gonna have to stop anywhere four to twelve times their body weight in force to plant that into the ground so if they're not staying on top of their strength training throughout the season throughout the fall season towards the end we're gonna have these athletes that you know kind of start falling apart they start complaining a little pains nagging injuries uh, maybe they don't look as fast or feel as fast they don't look as explosive, and that all comes down to we we've under recovered or we've overused them without balancing out all of that work with some like robustness work of one day a week that we like to have our athletes in here, so you know setting them up if we can't train in season at least taking this time in the winter and then the time in the summer to progress and work on some. Um, overloaded strength training, some progressive overload to help them get stronger and that way, you know, if they are too busy in the spring and the fall, it's a slower fall towards the end where the athletes are again are starting to have those overuse injuries the nagging injuries or they just look slower. So you know, moral of the story is we're about to enter into the second best training window for your athletes to really make result make good progress and get results so i just encourage you to seek out a a place for your athlete to train whether you know you're in town and you can train with us or you've got somebody closer to you you know find a really good facility to get that work in so your athletes are going to be more explosive more powerful come spring but they're also going to be more resilient to injury which is really number one at the end of the day we want our athletes on the field so we want to prevent all those overuse injuries so hey thanks for tuning in really appreciate your time today